the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey guys, how you doing? This is Bill Twyfer, the real estate rock star with Investing on the Go. This is for your 15 minutes of an injection of information. So what I want you guys to do is listen to us every single week. I spend 15 minutes, this is for you weekend warriors, I spend 15 minutes giving you a lot of good advice about where the tire meets the pavement in this business. So let's get going, let's get talking about what we wanna talk about on this call. And realistically, this call is gonna be fun because we're talking about being out in the neighborhood, driving for dollars, we're talking about going in and looking at houses. Remember, we got our antennas on again, our neighborhood awareness, what's going on. We're looking for stickers on doors. We're looking for stickers, papers that are taped on the door. We're looking for papers that are taped on the window. What does it mean when the papers are on the inside of the window versus the outside of the window? See, the thing is, guys and gals, a lot of people don't understand that. <clears throat> you walk up to a house, you know it's vacant. It shows you all the, t all the signs of it being vacant. And you find out that there's a sticker on the door. What does it mean when there's a yellow sticky note or there's glue that's on the door from tape? And I gotta, I gotta tell you, it's funny because, or blue tape on the door. I mean, think about it for a second. There's a lot of things you're looking at here when you're out driving for dollars. A little bit of blue tape on the door, like that painter's tape, you know, that real bright blue. You'll see a piece of that on the door. And what does that mean? Well, let's think about it for a second. When a process server comes up and serves the homeowner with papers of foreclosure, all they do is they knock on the door, homeowner's not there, they take out a little bit of blue tape, they tape it to the front door. When they tape it to the front door, homeowner comes home, sees something stuck on their door, and they just rip the paper down, and the blue tape stays on the door. You'll see it, I'm telling you. And you'll be stunned because you'll be like, this is just like Bill said it was. There's a little piece of blue tape on the door. That door, and now here you're driving by. Somebody lives there. There's a little piece of tape on their door. They might not be on your late lead list. They might have passed through that to where they just didn't get picked up. Right? They're not on the foreclosure list, let's say, just in case. You know, they're not in foreclosure yet. But all of a sudden, you see there's blue tape on the door. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to park your car. You're going to get out. <clears throat> you're going to walk up to the house. Hey, how you doing? My name is Bill. I was at the courthouse the other day. I know you have a pending problem with your property, which means you can be one, two, or three payments behind. We specialize in helping homeowners. Now, listen. See what we just did? We just started out with our script. Do we know if they're behind in payments? No. 
Do they know if they're behind in payments? Yeah. But what we're going up to the door, why we're going to the doors, they're not on our list, but we see that little bit of blue tape up there. Now, could that blue tape be from something else? Maybe, but it's probably not. I've have, I have yet to see a house that has blue tape on the front door that it's not been behind in payments or in foreclosure. Okay, that's what happens. Homeowners come in, they just rip the paper down. They don't pull it off and take the tape off. They just rip the paper down because they're mad because they want to know who saw that. How dare you come up and stick something on my door? That's why I don't stick anything on anybody's doors. When we leave the sorry I missed you, I just fold it in half. I stick it in the door and shut the storm door. Or I'll stick it in between the um, door and the weather stripping. Okay, I'm not putting it in the mailbox. Remember, we talked about that on another call. I'm just putting it in the door. So what we want to do, guys and gals, is when we're out there, we want to be aware of what's going on. Now, we're also going to see this little sticker that's probably three inches by four inches that says, this house has been deemed vacated. This house has been winterized. When you see that little sticker, I'm telling you, you'll see that sticker from the road. When you see that sticker and you know what you're looking for, you're going to find out that this is a vacant property, okay? You're also going to be looking for bank paperwork, paperwork that says no trespassing, uh, this house now is under LPS servicing um, for Wells Fargo Bank or whoever they are for Wells Fargo Bank. If you see anything going on, any any problems with this house, please call this 800 number with this extension. Um, and those papers sometimes are stuck to the front door, but most of the time they're taped to the inside of one of the front windows. Now, what does that tell me when it's taped to the inside of one of the front windows? It tells me that the bank has control of the house because the homeowner obviously moved out and the bank has stopped by and saw that the homeowner has moved out. And then they go in and say, listen, the homeowners vacated the property. We're changing the locks and we're going to put our stickers on the insides of the window. Now you're going to see properties where the sticker is on the outside of the window. The paperwork that says this property has been winterized, blah, 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 they're on the outside, okay? A lot of times, the property preservation company doesn't put them on the inside. Now, they're starting to put them on the inside because they don't weather as bad on the inside as they do the outside. Rain comes in, snow comes in, and what happens is they get bleached and you can't read them. So they've been taken now and putting them on the inside of the property. However, when those papers are on the inside of the property, it's definitely under the control of the bank. Because remember, we talked about on another call that when a bank takes control of a property, what they do, the first thing they do is they change the locks. Okay, they change the locks. They change the locks because what they want to do is they want to go ahead and, you know, take care of their asset. They want to secure their asset. They don't know who's got keys for that house. They don't know who's in and out of that house. All they know is the homeowners vacated the property. 
So, big tip for you guys. You're driving by, you see blue tape on the door, there's a car in the driveway, knock on the door and talk to the homeowner. If for some reason you're driving by and you see papers in the windows, they're taped on the inside of the windows, that just screams, this is vacant. This is a vacant house, all right? That's where you're gonna go up, you're gonna put your signs in the yard. You're gonna put your signs in the yard. Now, think about this for a second. You've got your sign in the yard of a piece of property that you don't own. And the sign says, houses for sale, seller financing, with your phone number on it, okay? Now, people are gonna call you on those signs. And your job is to start building a list of buyers. And we're gonna cover how to build a buyer's list and, and how to go out and prospect and do all this stuff on other calls because I want you to focus on this call as being out there, having your, your antennas up, looking for distressed properties, but also looking for properties that have papers on the doors, on the windows, stuff like that that are taped up. Now, when you find them and you see it's vacant, like we said, you're going to go in, put a bandit sign in the yard. People are going to call you off of that. And I know you're probably thinking, gosh, Bill, what would I say in a situation like that? Well, let's think about it for a second. You know, somebody's going to call you up off of one of your signs that is in a property that you don't own. That sign will stay there for a year or two, especially if it's bank owned. So when they call up, here's what you're going to say. So write this down. You're going to, they're going to say, hey, I'm calling about that property on 123 Elm Street. You're going to say, well, my name is Bill. Okay, that's what I say. You'll probably say your name. So my name is Bill. I'm on a cell phone right now. I'm not in a great area. Let me get your name and number in case we get disconnected so I can call you back. Let me say that again. My name is Bill. I'm on a cell phone. I'm not in a great area. Let me go ahead and get your name and number so in case we get disconnected, I can call you back. Now, the homeowner or the person calling you on the sign is going to give you their name and number. If they don't give you their name and number, then just hang up on them, okay? Because they're not listening to what you're saying. You got to remember, when you work with buyers and sellers, you're either in control or you're out of control. So what we want to do is make darn sure, folks, that you're in control, okay? If homeowners or buyers won't listen to you, then you don't need to work with them. Work with somebody else. Get their information. Now they're going to say, uh, then you're going to say to them, well, how can I help you after they give the information? Well, I'm calling that property on 123 Elm Street. Uh, how much do you want for that? Well, you don't have a property on 123 Elm Street because it's a bank-owned property. They drove by it, they looked at it, and they just assume you own it. See, the thing is, guys and gals, you know, perception's reality. If people think you have power, then you do. So, we say to them this. Now, I'm just trying to change the conversation, turn the conversation away from the house and start qualifying the homeowner or start qualifying my buyer. So what I'm going to do is say something like, you know, the investors and I don't know what we're going to do with that property yet, which is true. We don't know what we're going to do with that property yet. We may buy it from the bank. We might not. We don't know yet. So the investors and I don't know what we're going to do with that property yet. But to get into one of our properties, you need anywhere from $10,000 to $30,000 down, depending on the house that you buy. So 
how much do you have to put down right now to get in one of our homes? And they go, well, you know, I can come up with like, you know, $15,000. See, now what we're doing is we're qualifying, which we're going to talk about how to qualify and how to do all that kind of stuff down the road on another call. But I just want to give you guys an entrance here to figure out what you're going to say. What you're going to say is, my name is Bill. I was, I was, uh, I'm on a cell phone, not in a great area. Let me get your name and number in case we had disconnected. Then they're going to they're gonna say, how can I help you? They're going to say, well, I'm calling about that property on 123 Elm Street. The investors, I don't know what we're going to do with that property right now. Uh, however, to get in one of our properties, it's going to take about $10,000 or $30,000 down, depending on the house that you buy. So how much money do you have right now to put down? And they're going to say 15000 How much can you afford per month? Okay, they're going to give you a figure. How many bedrooms are you looking for? How many bathrooms are you looking for? Do you need a fenced yard? Do you need a double car garage? You know, you can ask questions like that to qualify your buyers. And we're going to talk about that on another call. So on this call, what I want you to focus on is vacants. Focus on paperwork that is stuck to the door. And you're going to get to some of these houses where the paperwork is stuck to the door. And the paperwork's still hanging there. It's dangling like this in the wind. And you're going to go go up, look at it, and go, okay, it's January 5th. That's not what today is, but let's just say it's January 5th. And this paperwork was put on there December 14th. Well, that paperwork's been dangling out there for three weeks. So you've got to look at this and go, okay, nobody took it off. So that tells me right there. And you'll see the paperwork's all crumpled up and stuff from being rained on and stuff. So that tells you right there when I'm driving and I'm parking and I see that paperwork and I see how it's crinkled up, that tells me the property's vacant right off the bat because nobody's going to leave that stuff just dangling on the front door. It's not going to happen. So what we want to do is make sure that we realize that we drive up, we walk up to the house, we look at the information, and now we see on this information that it says the sale date is going to be March 26th. Well, it's January 5th, sale date's March 26th, and we're like, hold on, this guy's got almost, you know, two months here, two and a half months to where we can go ahead and maybe work something out with him. He's already left the house, so now we can call him up and offer him some cash because he's already said, I don't want anything to do with the house, I'm done. Well, then why wouldn't he take $1,000 cash to deed you the house or $2,000 cash to deed you the house? Right. That's something you have to start looking at. Who owns that property? When you look at the documentation, that doesn't mean it's bank owned yet. OK, when you see these vacant properties, go in and see if there's a sale date still set. If there's still a sale date out there, your job now is to skip trace and chase those people down. So you can go ahead and talk to those homeowners, get them some cash, get the deed to the property and move on and turn that house and sell it before it goes back to the bank. You can do that. You've got time to do it. You can make it happen. So it's all about following the paperwork, following the paper trail, folks, following the paper trail and get out there, see houses, see what's going on, understand what it means when the paperwork is hanging on the door, when the paperwork's inside, the doorknobs have been changed. It's a vacant property. It's not boarded up. There's not a sign in the yard. Get your sign in the yard. All right, guys, this is Bill Twyford, the real estate rock star with investing on the go. Your 15 minutes are up. So don't forget Click five stars 
I'm telling you folks, I know you love this information. It's not something you get anywhere else. This is where the tire meets the pavement in real estate investing. This shows you how to, how to drive for dollars, how to make a predictable and duplicatable business. And what I want you to do is I want to teach you how to do this type of business and then you master it. And then what you do is you teach other people to do it for you. So now they become your bird dogs. All you do is sit back, talk to people on the phone, put contracts together, close deals, make money, spread a little bit of that wealth out there, give it to some other people. And I got to tell you what, folks, that's what life's all about, man, is helping people out and making money and spending time with your family. And I got to tell you what, guys, I enjoy the heck out of teaching with you guys. So be on these calls. Subscribe to wonderful.com. Go to investorsedgeuniversity.com and also give it five stars. We have to give it five stars. I can't have two, three, four stars. So it's got to be five stars. So click the five stars. Write how great you love these investing on the go. All right. This is Bill Twyford checking out. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.